Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hi! Today we are talking about such a common thing that derails entrepreneurs all the time, and that's how to deal with negative friends and family. And I'm talking negative in a money sense. So we've all had it happen. Maybe you've been reading my books, you're feeling good about your life, you're doing your abundance affirmations, you're making upgrades, you're manifesting money, your business is going great. Then suddenly someone says something that really bursts your bubble and you come crashing down. And it could be just a simple sentence, it could be just one little thing, but the effect is really huge. And often it can come from the people who are closest to you, people who should be happy for your success and should be, you know, happy that you're making money. But sometimes these people have so many money blocks in their life that they just don't realize how negative they're being and it can really, really suck. So this is probably one of the most common things I get asked. Do you want the good or the bad news first? All right, let me let me just see. The good news. <laughs> the good news is it happens to everybody. It happens to absolutely everyone. I don't think I've ever met an entrepreneur who had 100% of everyone in their life be a cheerleader all the time. Okay, so that's the good news. The bad news is this isn't just a one and done thing. You're going to find that over your entrepreneurial journey, over your money journey, this is something that's going to come up again and again in different ways, especially if you're someone who moves fast, you know, if you have more and more success over your life and business, uh, it's going to happen. So that's the bad news. But the good news is, again, we can, this is just normal, like anything, and we can deal with this together. Okay. So as I said, this is probably one of the most common questions that I get asked, but you know, everyone's got that person in their life. So it could be, how do I deal with my negative partner? My, you know, my boyfriend, husband, wife, you know, girlfriend, Uh, but often then it comes from like my best friend, you know, my best friend's really negative about my business or my best friend's always bitching about money and feeling sick about money. Or it could be, you know, other family members like your parents or even, even your uncle. Uh, and I mean, it could even come from strangers. I know in my first year of business, I was so starved for somebody to talk to about my business and success that I would often just like kind of inappropriately share business details with people. And like I would say to my chiropractor, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm, you know, my business is doing so well. I made a thousand dollars this month. And, um, you know, because I was just like trying to just get like a pat on the back. I just wanted people just to go, oh my God, that's so great. And sometimes they would say that. And sometimes they would say something like that would just deflate me. <laughs> so I remember one time, uh, oh God, so random why we share. But like this guy I bought some antique furniture from and like I'm just an oversharer in general. And like he dropped some stuff at my house and he was like, oh, really nice house. You know, what does your husband do? <laughs> and I was like, well, actually, I have a business myself. And he said, you know, I was just like sharing and I was like really happy and excited. And I was like, yeah, I write books and I have blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you're quite the confident young lady, aren't you? And it wasn't even negative. It wasn't even negative, but it really like crashed me down to earth that I went, oh my God, 
Like I'm too big for my boots. I shouldn't brag. Um, and it really, it really burst my bubble. So I want you to reflect on some things that that maybe have happened to you like that. So maybe your best friend has said something like, oh, you charge that much? You know, or your mum was like, oh, are you really qualified to do that? Or your Uncle Bob has said something like, oh, I, I remember when you, you know, pooed your pants at the Christmas party and now look at you. How, you know, how do you think you can make money doing this? All of those things just make you feel so bad. And I don't want this to derail you. I never want this to be an excuse where you go, oh, God, I've got to hold myself back. I've got to, you know, like hold myself small. So I don't have this happen. Okay, so here are a couple of tips. Number one, you have to make sure you have people around you who can celebrate and hold that success. Okay, so this is like getting validation from appropriate sources. Okay, so this could be making sure you have a really supportive coach around you, making sure you have peers that are at the same level or, you know, around about the same level as you. So they're not triggered by your success and they can actually like hold that space and go, yeah, well done. Um, Making sure you've got a community. Like for example, my money bootcamp has an amazing supportive community. We celebrate people making their first dollar. We celebrate people making their first million dollars with the same level of enthusiasm. So it might be that you have to upgrade the people around you who you talk to about that, okay? So, uh, you know, the famous personal development guy, Jim Rohn, he was the one who started that of you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You know, your income is the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so that doesn't mean you like get rid of your friends. It just means that you, when it comes to business and money, you're surrounding yourself with people who are in the game with you, in the arena as Brene Brown talks about, or they're just not going to be triggered because they're doing the work. Okay. So you don't have to turn your partner into your business coach. You hope that they're your cheerleader for sure, but you don't have to turn them into your business coach. You don't have to still try and get the same validation from your dad as you did when you were six years old. It's okay to like look for appropriate sources (laughs) for that. Now, what do you do though, when it's like, you know, there's someone who just goes out of their way to be a dick to you. And like I had this in my first year of business where I had a friend who was so, um, I don't know if she was triggered or jealous or that I think it wasn't even jealous of my success. She was actually probably jealous of the time that my business and like my new business buddies were taking from our friendship. And so she would kind of say narky kind of things. So again, you know, that's upgrading the people around you. So you don't just have one source to tell those those exciting things to. You have other sources and, you know, to really kind of protect yourself and make sure that, you know, you're not getting deflated, especially, especially if you are at a stage of business where you're feeling really vulnerable. So that could be right at the start of your business. You know, at the start of your business, you are so like you're a newborn baby in terms of like the thickness of your skin. You know, you haven't had any bad stuff happen in business. Like you're just innocent and pure and you just like you feel so vulnerable. That's when you have to be so careful about who you're talking to about your fledgling business idea. 
you know, especially if you're not making money very much at the start and, you know, you have a friend who just goes, well, how much money are you making out of that? And it's like, oh, my God, you'd never ask you'd never ask her how much she's making out of her job. Um, and so people really feel entitled at the start of your business when you're really vulnerable. It could be at other times, like maybe you're you're about to launch a very symbolic or emotional project for you, you know, like you're about to uh, like publish your book for the first time. That's another point where you're feeling extremely vulnerable and you just have to be so careful about how who you talk to about those those things um, and who you're spending time with. Uh, so when you're in those places, your money mindset really needs to kind of be impeccable. So you have to like crowd out those negative voices. So that's launching time or, you know, just times when you're just feeling like if someone just says one thing, you're just going to like cry. It's like, oh, what am I going to do? Um, so that's that's really normal. Um, so here's a here's a tip for that. So one is those friends that you know are going to say something negative, like when you're feeling you know vulnerable, blah blah blah. Like do something that doesn't is not going to require a lot of talking. So this is what I did at the start of my business where I had some negative friends. I would just go to the movies with them. Like I loved going to the movies anyway, but I just did activities where we wouldn't just sit around and I'd be interrogated about my business. So we'd go to the movies together and then they wouldn't be able to say those things. Um, The other thing is uh, to be able to change the subject and to steer it away in in a really elegant way. And I've got a really cool uh, process that I want to share with you and I will share it with you after the break. All right, let's take a second and I'll be right back with an amazing tip for you on dealing with those negative friends and family. Hey, my name is Kate Butler-Ross and I'm a writer and a content coach from London and I have a couple of small kids, three and seven, Adi and Alana. Yeah, I joined Bootcamp back in January 2020. I'd read all of Denise's books, loved her work and um, I've been in business for a couple of years and I'd had some success but I had some major issues around, um, you know, money blocks around starving artists you know writers can't make money you can't be a successful writer and make money creatives are poor you know all that kind of stuff and so I joined bootcamp for that reason because I knew I had to break through that and actually I ran through bootcamp for the first time and within a few days um, I had my first not quite five figure month but very very close and that was I cannot tell you that was an enormous that was huge for me and then um, so I was on a real high and then of course COVID hit and homeschooling, no time to work, no childcare, life was stressful. And so I suddenly realized I had to shift to this kind of passive or semi-passive income model. And I tell you what, what came up for me was that I, you know, it was wrong to make money without working hard and working in boot camp and being surrounded by these incredible women made me realize that I can do that and I do deserve that. And so now um, I've spent the last few months building my business and turning it into semi-passive income and focusing on the things that I love and and passionate about and I would never have done that without bootcamp and the support I get there join 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 it's amazing okay welcome back so we're talking about dealing with negative friends and family especially when it comes to your business especially when it comes to talking about money so money boot campers already know this tip I share this um, as one of the lessons in money boot camp but it was a game changer for me so the tool is bean dipping bean dipping Now, if you've been around forums for a while, like Baby Center has a really great forum called Dealing With In-Laws, and it 
teachers bean dipping as a way of deflecting awkward conversations. Like, for example, you're at a party and your Uncle Bob like asks you a really inappropriate question, like when you know, when you're gonna have a baby or how much your business is making. You can say, Oh, um, great, thanks. Would you like some bean dip? And it's just a way of deflecting the conversation around. So if someone's like, Oh, how much is your business making? You can go, Oh, it's going great, thanks. Would you like to try the hummus? So it's not like literal bean dip. You might not have access to bean dip in your life at that exact moment. But the concept is to deflect away from a potentially awkward and potentially triggering conversation for you where you might come away feeling like crap about your money. Um, So it could just be like, oh, yeah, that's great. Where are you going on holidays? Oh, what a funny question. How's your business going? And it just puts it right back on them. Now, this works all the time, um, you know, because people like talking about themselves. So you can always deflect it back whenever they're asking you those those negative questions that, you know, are just going to (laughs) go, oh, and then you go home and you just like cry. So it will get um, easier over time. You will choose your topic of conversations really carefully if you know that it's going to you know, make you feel bad. But here's a really a, a great one for every entrepreneur is it doesn't matter how long or short it is, but write a book, write a book, even if it's just a little ebook, because then when you're like, you know, Nana's asking you, what's your business again? And you're like, well, Nana, like I help people on the internet do blah, 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 blah. It, it just doesn't make any sense to them. Whereas you can go, well, I'm a writer. I've got a book. Even if you're not like, so, well, I've got a book. And so then your relatives can be like, how's your book going? And you go, great, grandma. Have you tried the bean dip? And they can tell their bingo friends that their daughter, their son, their nephew is a is a writer. Okay, so I find that just writing a book is just such a great way to deflect questions because I this is what I used to say like my you know someone would say how's your book going and I'd go well actually my book is just one little piece of my overall marketing funnel what I really do is help people with their money mindset in my money boot camp and their eyes would just glaze over and now I just go yeah my book's great thanks it's great it's great thanks for asking so yeah write a book that really helps with some of those like nosy questions that come up around your business and how much money you're making All right, so how do you deal with a negative partner? What if the person who is derailing your money stuff is your loved one, your significant other? Uh, Honestly, it's one of the biggest things I see at the start of my money boot camp. And it, it really breaks my heart because, you know, that's the person who should be in your corner the most. And I've got, again, good and bad news for you. So the bad news is that You cannot use your partner as your excuse for why you're not making money. It is your responsibility for your thoughts and feelings about money. And it's it's not theirs. So unless you want to to completely declutter a relationship, which actually happens a lot. I see this not to scare you, but I do see it happen. But the good news is that I have seen so many negative partners really turn their mindset around with just a couple of tweaks from you. So if you are in my money boot camp, there's a whole assignment around this. So you can go, I think it's in like week five or six, go and watch. I've got tons of tips for you. Um, And of course, you know, come and join my money boot camp when you're ready, if you haven't already. But knowing that it's your responsibility, 
you have to put up your shield around some of this stuff and realize you have to protect your little heart. So sometimes that means not sharing everything about your business with your partner in real time. So it could be that you process some of your stuff with your coach, with your community, with us in Money Bootcamp, with me as your, you know, your money mindset mentor. Um, And you just share what you're learning about yourself in a top line way. We find this in Money Bootcamp that sometimes people just share little nuggets from Money Bootcamp and it it really does sometimes shift the partner's uh, whole mindset around money without them having to do the course at all because you're taking responsibility and, and you're not letting it impact you anymore. I've even heard for some people that they're like, they just put my book on in, the, that my audio book on in the background, like my book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, and their partner just starts to just soak it in, like it's just subliminal. I've even had someone like just put my book on the bedside table, on their partner's bedside table. And like, for some reason, that had this weird energetic effect. I don't, I, I, I'm just telling you what they said. Um And so just those little subtle things or come at it from a place of curiosity. Some of the stuff you're learning from me and my books and my courses in this podcast, just come at it from a place of curiosity. Not Denise says you have to change because you're being too negative. It could just be like, hey, I learned this thing, um, you know, that like pocket money, for example, like can really impact your money mindset as an adult. Like, tell me about your pocket money experience as a kid. You know, like just come at it from a place of curiosity uh, and you can you can really start to shift things in your dynamic. But I actually said to my husband, Mark, at the start of my business, I was like, hey, babe, when you say that, like it makes me feel so bad. Like it really triggers my fear and, and my money scarcity. And, you know, I, I'm creating this business because I want us to have a future together. I want us to have an abundant life together. And you might not mean it, but sometimes when you say this one thing, it like really makes me feel bad. So I just came from a real place of vulnerability and was just like, hey, babe, I need your help here because I'm vulnerable. Is it okay? Then other times when I was feeling less than charitable and less than kind and gentle about it, I actually said, hey, look, this is what this is my vision for the future. I am going to have an amazing big business. I am going to be a millionaire one day. You can come with me. You can be on the the lucky bitch train or you can get off the train, but I'm going anyway. And that might sound really harsh, but that's kind of what I had to say. You know, you might not be okay to say that to your friend, but just be like, "Hey babe, like I need to really watch my mindset right now. I really need to watch how I'm talking about money. So if you feel brave enough to say that to the person who's kind of derailing you, then um, that can work. That can work too. Okay. But let's bring this all around to the final kind of thought around this, how to deal with negative friends and family about money. Ultimately, your money mindset is your responsibility. It really is. So you have to take that responsibility. You have to crowd out the negativity. Make sure you're listening to this podcast regularly. Make sure you're reading books to make sure your money mindset is up. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are in that conversation because when you can see it, you can believe it for yourself. So you're crowding out all that negativity because your best friend, she's not going to build your business for you. Your mom... She's not going to be there to have those awkward money conversations with your clients. Your partner, they're not going to be the one to hold that space for your clients and to ultimately make the money. That comes down to you. And so you have to hold the vision. That is your responsibility. 
You have to be the one to make that money. And that's okay. That's okay. You've been given the vision, you've been given the tools, and you have been born in the exact right time for you to be an entrepreneur and to make money. There are no rules anymore. This is the time. Okay, so if you're feeling this and you just like feel alone and vulnerable with it, make sure you reach out. Come and join us in Money Bootcamp. All the details are on my website, denisedt.com slash bootcamp. You know, take responsibility for that. Um, and I, because I know it can be a really lonely journey, but it really is your time and you are ready for the next step. I believe in you. It's safe for you to make money, even when you're surrounded by negative people. All right, let's take a break and I'll be right back. I'm Anna Moran, a former journalist and newsreader from England, but I've been living in Australia for the past 10 years, working in oil and gas and mining. My sister's photography business was kicking off back home and she was tripling her income within one to two years. When I asked her what her secret was, she sent me Denise's audiobook, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, and it has changed my life. The first thing I did was to revamp my underwear drawer and I spent hundreds on knickers and socks. Thank you, Denise. I then went into work and demanded a pay rise and then some more when I got what I asked for. Within a couple of months, I quit my job and I'm now using my radio and journalism skills to set up my own business, starting with my Britstralian podcast. And that's all thank you to Denise. Hi, my name is Beth Blanco. I'm a certified financial counselor. I've been helping people with their finances since 2005. And a few years ago, I really got into energy and personal development. And I read Denise's book, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And I absolutely loved it. It changed the trajectory of how I helped people um, with their finances, not just the strategy, but also improving their relationship and, and just unblocking you know, all the things from their childhood. And I just absolutely love the book. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome back. And here's my final thought for today. So this is another one. I talk often about jealousy and what happens when you're trying to manifest something and it happens for somebody else, you know, like your partner or friend or whatever. So this is another one. I, I talked about this recently of like, oh, you can say it's my time and I'm ready for the next step. But this one works as well. And it is an affirmation. It's so simple. Good things are happening to me too. Good things are happening to me too. And I use this as a pattern interrupter and as a gratitude reminder, right? Because it's so easy to look around and think, oh God, it's not enough. I need to do more. I need to have more. I need to work harder. And this is just a good reminder. Oh, good things are happening to me too. Oh, she got that um, article that person got that award, that person just got a new client. Hey, good things are happening to me too. And it will really make you start to seek out and remember and remind yourself that, hey, actually I am blessed as well and good things are happening to me too. And then as we know, when you acknowledge the good things, often more good things come, which is really cool. Even more good things come. So yeah, try that one. Good things are happening to me too. And reach out, tell me some of the good things that are happening in your world so I can celebrate you. My social handles again are at Denise DT. I celebrate everything. Hey, if you found a coin in the street today, or if you found a spare elastic band in the bottom of your handbag, I will celebrate all the good things that are happening in your world because you deserve it. All right, lovely. Go forth. 
chill and prosper. Peace out from me and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.